0: It's your main man, Tyler, here with the Around the Bases podcast. It's Selection Sunday. The bracket was revealed about two and a half hours ago. Um, So we'll go through that here in a second. But uh, first off, let's start off with a little Team USA um, they were at uh, Cal State Northridge today, so they played a 10-inning game, exhibition game. <clears throat> Team USA scored five runs in the first in route to a 9 to nothing win in 10 innings over Cal State Northridge. And I'm sure there's going to be more games played before they take off for the Olympics this summer, summer so I'm interested to see who they're going to be able to schedule <clears throat> and who they're going to be able to get some game time in um, for so looking forward to it obviously the next three weeks will be taken up by the NCAA tournament then after that uh, Rachel Garcia, Bubba Nichols of UCLA and Deja Mulipola of Arizona will head off to Team USA and be included in them as they get ready for the Olympics this summer um but like I said, I'm interested to see what game, what other games U- Team USA can schedule before they head off to Tokyo. Um, they'll head in probably as the number two team in the world. I'm not 100%. I think Japan's... I'm <clears throat> not sure who, between Japan and the US, who's number one in the world right now. But either way, the U.S. will be top two heading into the Olympics. Um, They'll be fighting for gold or silver, in my opinion. There's no way they should be fighting for a bronze medal. So, looking forward to seeing what that team brings out. Uh, We'll have that here in July for you. So, that'll be July 21st. The first thing the Olympics has through the July 27th. So... Don't know when I'm going to get a chance to record on that because the game times are going to be all wacky because they're in Japan, but... <clears throat> I'll find a way to make it work and we'll go from there. <clears throat> but anyway, moving on to Sunday's other action, which the only ones that really played today were the, was the Big Ten. Um, so they played their final regular season days today. <clears throat> um, so... Lou Allen's homer in the sixth lifted Michigan over Rutgers 2-1 to in their final regular season game. Michigan is seeded as the two seed in one of the regionals, and we'll get to them in a minute. <clears throat> Penn State upset Minnesota 4-1 to in their final game of the regular season. Penn State, I believe that is only their 7th win of the season. Um, so it was good that Penn State got to walk off with a win for the regular season. But now Minnesota is heading into the NCAA tournament. They are also a 2 seed and I will get to them here shortly. <clears throat> Northwestern held off Nebraska to get the 6-5 to five win and take the series at home. This was important because Northwestern ended up being one of the last few teams into the tournament. <clears throat> and they are actually a four seed in a turn- in one of the regionals. <clears throat> so we'll get to talking about that in a little bit as well. And uh, Baines Homer in the fourth lifted Iowa to the 4-3 win over Illinois. I guess it, Iowa didn't have a... <clears throat> A strong enough resume for the committee to be considered into the tournament. So the Big Ten got three teams in. Um, We'll do a little bit of breakdown and whatnot here. Um, But let's go ahead, get into the regionals. Um, I'm going to do a regional by regional breakdown. Then I'm going to do my Super Regional predictions off of those, and then my Women's College World Series predictions off of those. So obviously, I'm not going to be 100% right if I was great, but um, we're just going to have to see how she plays out. This is just the way I see it as of right now. Looking at the number one overall seed. And your number one overall seed is the Oklahoma Sooners. Not exactly surprising. They were the longest unbeaten team in the nation. Um, Their offense is absolutely elite, their pitching is strong in the circle. Certainly should be considered one of the favorites to raise the trophy in Oklahoma City on June 8th or 9th. Um, but let's, let's look at the Norman Regional. As I mentioned already, the one seed, oh uh, well, let's, let's do it, uh, where is that? Um, the four seed in the Norman Regional, the Morgan State Lady Bears, uh, the Miak champions, <clears throat> finished with a record of twenty-four and fifteen on the season. <clears throat> they had their season. Um, they didn't. They had their first month of the season basically torn away from them. Um, so good to see them get a title and get into this regional. Uh, your three seed out of the SEC, the Texas A&M Aggies. Um, are I surprised to see them as a three seed? No, not really. Um, that seems about right for them, considering the two seeds above them in this regional. Um, but... Texas a <clears throat> comes into the tournament with a record of 31-21. and <clears throat> So, obviously them having that winning record was a good part of them getting into the tournament. <clears throat> Sitting at the two-seed in the Norman Regional, we have the Wichita State Shockers, the American champions, with a record of 39-11-1. And then, obviously, your one seed, the Oklahoma Sooners, with a record of forty-five and two, the Big Twelve champions. <clears throat> this is actually a pretty deep regional for the number one overall seed, Oklahoma. Wichita State, the, we've I've talked about their offense many times this year. their, <clears throat> their offense is absolutely. Especially the top three in the lineup with Sidney McKinney, uh, Addison Bernard, and uh, Madison Perrigan. <clears throat> Those three hitters could keep them in ball games. <clears throat> now we saw Wichita State, their final regular season game, they got smoked on their home field against Oklahoma. That might lead them to have some motivation going into this tournament, or going into the NCAA tournament, Um Texas A&M, if Mackenzie Herzog is doing what she did in the SEC tournament and Haley Lee keeps hitting home runs, maybe this team has a shot to pull an upset or two. But ultimately, my regional winner in that one is Oklahoma taking down Wichita State. So I have Oklahoma hosting a Super Regional, which is basically... Not surpri- it's not surprising at all. <clears throat> Number two overall seed the UCLA Bruins, which means the Los Angeles Regional. <coughs> UCLA comes in with a record of 41 and 4. Um, so UCLA obviously stacked team. Uh, Rachel Garcia, Megan Faramo. Lexi Sosa uh, Sosa, Holly Azevedo all in the circle obviously Rachel Garcia can also hit very well Um, and their lineup is just stacked all around (sighs) UCLA is obviously another favorite to win the title in Oklahoma City looking to repeat as champions as they were the previous champion in 2019 the last tournament that was held so the Los Angeles Regional, the four-seed, the Long Beach State Dirtbags, <coughs> a very solid team out of the Big West, um, the Big West champions. They won the championship on Saturday in their final game. <coughs> they, they certainly have a chance to shock UCLA in the opening game um, at... 10:30 on ESPN2 Friday, um, but I I don't think it'll matter in the end. Um, but the three seed, the Fresno State Bulldogs, <clears throat> out of the Mountain we- the Mountain West champions, um, <clears throat> certainly a dangerous team with Haley Dolcini in the circle. <clears throat> she gives them a fighting chance against any team they play against. And they'll have a very interesting matchup against the two seed in this regional, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The, uh, their matchup will be at 8 o'clock on ESPNU on Friday. <clears throat> um, Amber Pfizer, Autumn Peas against Haley Dolcini in the circle. What a fantastic matchup this is. Um, I look forward to watching that game at 8 o'clock on ESPNU on Friday or. Roughly, whatever, you know, broadcasts are going to get delayed because of games and whatnot. But looking forward to that, ultimately, my uh, Los Angeles regional winner, I have the UCLA Bruins over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Moving on to the number three national seed in the Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa regional the Alabama Crimson Tide no shock there for the SEC champions to be the number three overall certainly riding a hot winning streak coming into this NCAA tournament and this regionals um they open up their uh, tournament at 6 o'clock on Friday on the SEC network against the Alabama State Lady Hornets I believe is their mascot, Um, the four seed Alabama State. The three seed in that uh, regional is the Troy Trojans. Very interesting, but wait till you hear the number two seed, the Clemson Tigers. This is a very competitive regional aside from probably Alabama State. I think we can take them out of the equation. Between uh, Alabama has played Troy this season. <clears throat> Clemson has big-time potential, especially with Valerie Cagle in the circle and at the plate. <clears throat> I, was, I was so close to picking Clemson upsetting Alabama in that regional But in the end, I think Montana Fouts and their deep pitching staff will be too much for Clemson in the end. I think Alabama's going to have just enough hits at the plate to be able to over Valerie Cagle to be able to get through to the Super Regionals and host the Super Regionals. So I have Alabama beating Clemson in the Regional Final. Regardless of if it's the F necessary game or not, Alabama will win this regional. And the Troy Clemson opener will be at 3 o'clock on ESPN 3 on Friday. Going back to the Norman Regional for a second, um, Texas A&M and Wichita State will be at 6 o'clock on ESPN 2 on Friday. That should be a fantastic matchup, but I think Wichita State wins that one. Moving on to the number four national seed, the Gainesville Regional and the Florida Gators. They have an interesting regional looking at it. Um, They'll open up the tournament at 2 o'clock on ESPNU on Friday against South Florida. So Georgina Cork and the South Florida Bulls were able to get into the NCAA tournament. Um, One of three American teams to do so. I've already talked about Wichita State. um, And the other one we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, But South Florida, Florida to open that regional is a very intriguing matchup, to say the least. If Georgina Cork is on her game and getting strikeouts and what everything like that, it's going to be a very a very tough game for Florida. I mean, I know Florida has the depth. Florida has Charla Eccles and Kendall Lindemann. but I think South Florida with Georgina Cork in the circle can keep it very interesting in that opener. <clears throat> and then, of course, you got the three seed South Alabama out of the Sun Belt the South Alabama Jaguars, and then the two-seed, questionable for me, personally, the Baylor Lady Bears. One, if you're going to put Baylor in the tournament, they're not a two-seed. They're a three-seed. Um, I personally, I didn't think Baylor would make the tournament personally, but I, I guess the committee saw enough to be able to put them in. Um, in that Baylor-South Alabama matchup will be at 4.30 on ESPN3 on Friday um, ultimately in this regional I have Florida taking down South Alabama to move on to the Super Regionals because <clears throat> I certainly honestly I think Baylor could be the first one knocked out of that regional because I think South Florida could give them a run for their money South Alabama certainly could Um, I've seen South Alabama be good enough to challenge very good teams, especially in the Sun Belt this season. So, I'm excited to see how that regional plays out. I think that's a more competitive one than people would think on first glance, but that's how I see it playing out. The five national seed, the Stillwater Regional and the Oklahoma State Cowgirls. They will open up their tournament against Campbell at 2 o'clock on ESPN3 on Friday. Uh, the three seed, the Boston University Terriers, uh, they will open up with against the two seed Mississippi State Bulldogs. I think this could be an interesting regional um, I think Mississippi State certainly has the opportunity to pull the upset and get to the Super Regionals. But ultimately, I think Oklahoma State is just too powerful. I think Oklahoma State will win this Regional over Mississippi State and move on to host a Super Regional. Um, I like the Cowgirls there. So. so far, I've got Chalk moving on. I promise you that will change. <clears throat> now we move on to the number six national seed and the Arkansas Razorbacks. They will open up their NCAA tournament against the four seed in that regional, the Manhattan Jaspers, at 1 o'clock on Friday on the SEC Network. Um, I don't see much of Manhattan doing... I see Manhattan getting absolutely slaughtered in that game, so just, just be wary of that. The three seed in that regional, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Certainly one for me to keep an eye on. I think they have a chance of getting to Arkansas, but I think ultimately their pitching is not good enough to stop the Arkansas lineup. In the two-seed in that regional, Stanford, behind their amazing pitcher, Alana Valter, Um, she's an absolutely fantastic pitcher. I don't think Stanford was a two-seed. I think they were a three-seed in this tournament. Um, But the committee gave them a two-seed. That uh, Stanford-South Dakota State matchup will be at... 30 on ESPN3 on Friday. But my Re- Fayetteville regional winner is Arkansas over South Dakota State. Moving on to the number 7 national seed, the Baton Rouge Regional, the LSU Tigers. They will open up their uh, NCAA tournament at 4 o'clock on ESPNU against the McNeese State Cowgirls. That's a very interesting matchup because that's a rivalry in state to start the tournament. Um, McNeese State has taken down Arkansas this year. I think McNeese State could give LSU some problems if LSU is not prepared and ready to come out and win that tournament. Uh... Your three-seed in that regional, the Atlantic 10 champion George Washington Colonials. The two-seed in that regional, not a surprise here, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. You figure if LSU's hosting, Louisiana has to be in their regional. Um... And Louisiana and George Washington will play at six thirty on ESPN three on the uh, Friday. Um, that is a very, very competitive regional for me. I could easily, I well, not easily. I could see every single one of those teams moving into the super regionals. Um, but ultimately, I have Louisiana winning this super, uh, winning this regional over LSU, and moving on to the super regionals. The eighth national seed, the Columbia Regional Missouri Tigers, they will open up against the four seed UIC Flames. The three seed in that regional, Northern Iowa. Surprisingly, the second Missouri Valley team from the to make the tournament was not Illinois State. It turned out to be Northern Iowa instead. Um, I'm okay with that. The Missouri Valley deserved two teams in. I just didn't know whether it would be Illinois State or Northern Iowa. I thought it would be Illinois State, but that's on me. And then the two seed in that regional, Sammy Williams and the incredible Iowa State Cyclones. Um, this seems like a pretty cut-and-dry, um, regional for me. I mean, I know Iowa State has Sammy Williams and Northern Iowa has Sammy Bunch, but Missouri has too much power and too many arms in the circle to fall, so I have Missouri taking down Iowa State to win that regional. Moving on to the nine, number nine national seed, the Knoxville Regional and the Tennessee Lady Volunteers they will open their tournament against the Eastern Kentucky Colonels, the Ohio Valley Champs. Oh, uh, man, the 3 seed in this regional is the James Madison Dukes. The 2 seed in this regional is the Liberty Flames. This is a fantastic regional as well, very competitive. I think I mean Eastern Kentucky I don't I'm pretty confident they won't make any noise in this regional. But Tennessee, James Madison, and Liberty all in one regional? Man, that is going to be an absolutely fantastic regional. Um, uh, I could see any one of those top three, and that James Madison Liberty matchup is at noon on ESPNU on Friday. I have some James Madison bias, but I think I actually have James Madison winning that regional over Tennessee. Liberty played t- a doubleheader at Tennessee and they got beat, or it might have been shaved to one game, but they did play at Tennessee and lost that game. So I don't have confidence in Liberty to be able to win that in that win, win over Tennessee. Uh, But James Madison has proved they can beat Tennessee in the past. Um, So I'm going to take James Madison over Tennessee to move to the Super Regionals. The 10 national seed, the Tallahassee Regional at Florida State. The 4 seed, Kennesaw State. The other team from the Atlantic Sun to get in. I think Florida State can handle Kennesaw State, but the real matchup is... 3-seed Central Florida and 2-seed Auburn. I was also this close to picking Central Florida over Florida State, but I'm going to give the nod to the Seminoles on their home field. I think Florida State will take down Central Florida to move on to the Super Regionals. And that Auburn-Central Florida game is at 2 on ESPN2. Moving on to the number 11 national seed, the Tucson Regional, hosted by Arizona. Their four seed is UMBC, the America East champions. Three seed Villanova, the Big East champions, and two seed Ole Miss. I just think, old, I mean, Arizona has too many bats and has good enough pitching to win this regional with ease. Um, I'm going to take Arizona over Ole Miss in this super region or in this regional. I think Ole Miss could give them a run for their money. I think Villanova could give them a run for money with their bats and Paige Rao in the circle. Um, but I'm going to take Arizona over Ole Miss to win this regional. The 12 national seed, the Tech Austin regional, and hosted by the Texas Longhorns. They will open their tournament with the four-seed St. Francis Red Flash. Three-seed in that regional is Texas State. Another team out of the Sun Belt. And then the two-seed is Oregon. So many storylines are going to be drawn up about Mike White and how he left Oregon to take the Texas job, and he took several Oregon players with him from Oregon to Texas. Um, They've been avoiding scheduling each other because of that. Um, So now they have to play each other, more than likely. Um, And funny enough, wouldn't you know it, I think Oregon will take down Texas to move on to the Super Regionals. Texas hasn't shown me a good enough work recently. To be able to get to the Super Regionals. Oregon has. So I'm going to take the Pac-12 over the Big 12 here. And I'm going to say Oregon goes to the Super Regionals. Moving on to the number 13 national seed. Duke. This is actually going to be the Athens Regional. Since Duke wasn't selected as a host site. Georgia was. They're the two seed in that regional. But they will be hosting it. Um, so a little bit of intrigue there. Four-seed UNC Greensboro and three-seed Western Kentucky. Well, uh, that's a, a low-key regional, um, but Duke is the best team there, and I'm going to take Duke over Georgia to win that regional. Moving on to the 14 national seed, the Lexington Regional, hosted by the Kentucky Wildcats. The 4-seed in their regional is Northwestern. I mentioned they were one of the last teams in. They are the 4-seed to play Kentucky in the opening game. That game will be at noon on ESPN2 on Friday. Somewhat of a very interesting matchup to open the tournament there. Um, 3-seed Miami of Ohio, the MAC champions, and then 2-seed Notre Dame. Um, I could very easily see Notre Dame winning that regional, but I think ultimately Kentucky has too much firepower to lose that game (coughs) or lose that that regional, so I'm going to take Kentucky over Notre Dame to win that regional. Moving on to the 15 national seed, the Tempe Regional hosted by the Arizona State Sun Devils. The four-seed in that regional will be the Missouri Valley champions, Southern Illinois Salukis. Three-seed BYU Cougars, two-seed Keeley Rochard, and the Virginia Tech Hokies. (laughs) This is another one that I was very close to picking the unseeded team. As long as Keely Rochard is in the circle, Virginia Tech has a great shot of winning games. Ultimately, I think Arizona State, they faced pitching pitchers great like Keely Rochard. So I think Arizona State has enough experience to be able to win this regional. And I'm going to take the Sun Devils to win that regional over Virginia Tech. That regional is the only one that will start on Thursday and go Thursday to Saturday. Everything every other regional will be Friday to Sunday. And then the last regional, the 16 national seed, uh, the Seattle regional, hosted by Washington. They will open up with the Portland State Vikings. They are the four seed net regional three-seed Seattle, and then the two-seed, the Michigan Wolverines, the Big Ten champions. I personally felt like Washington kind of got screwed here. Um, you could see it during the selection show when they showed them, they immediately walked out of their watch party. They were not happy. I think they'll use this as motivation. Personally, I think the Pac-12 got screwed as a whole. Um, I certainly think Washington and Arizona State deserve better seeds. But I'm not I guess I can't say much. I'm not on the committee. I don't get to make those decisions. Um, but I think because of the fact that Washington feels disrespected here I think they're going to come out and win that regional over Michigan and get to the Super Regionals. So, now that I have picked all the regionals, let's move on to the Supers. The Norman Super Regional, I have Oklahoma taking down Washington 2-1 and moving to the College World Series. Los Angeles Super Regional, I got UCLA over Arizona State 2-0 or 2-0. Uh, I First off, the fact that Oklahoma-Washington could be a super regional matchup is absolutely insane for a spot in the Women's College World Series. Um, let's just start by saying that. Um, but I'm going to take Oklahoma and their offense to get past Washington. Um, UCLA, they're too powerful for Arizona State. So I'll take the Bruins. The Tuscaloosa... Tuscaloosa super regional Al- I have I have Alabama over Kentucky two to one um, uh, Kentucky are, has already won a series at Alabama this season but Alabama got revenge in the SEC tournament um. I just think Alabama's got too much firepower to lose to Kentucky again on their home, or lose to them twice on their home field in a weekend. So I'm going to take the Crimson Tide. The Gainesville Super Regional, I have Florida over Duke two to one. I think Duke could put up a very good fight against Florida, but Florida's heroics, I think, lifts them past Duke into the Women's College World Series. Um, Tim Walton, absolutely great coach for the Florida Gators. Um, I'm going to put my trust in a team that's been there and done that for the most part over a team with less experience in Duke. The Stillwater Super Regional, I have Oklahoma State over Oregon 2-1. to one. Um, I, I just like what I see from take away the Big 12 championship. I like what I see from Oklahoma State and I think they'll have enough to get past Oregon and get to the Women's College World Series again. Fayetteville Super Regional, I have Arizona going to Arkansas and taking them down 2 to 1. As great as Ar- as great as Arkansas's offense is, I think Arizona's is better. They have better hitters despite what the numbers say. Um, history has proven that, um, and I think Arizona will go down there and punch their ticket to the Women's College World Series. Yeah. Tallahassee Super Regional, I have Florida State over Louisiana 2 to nothing. Um On their home field, I don't see Florida State losing to a Louisiana team. That could definitely threaten them, but I'm going to take the Seminoles to advance. And lastly, the Columbia Super Regional, I will take Missouri over James Madison 2-1. I think James Madison is a... Gr- I think James Madison's run or draw for this tournament is very enticing for a run to possibly make the Women's College World Series, but I think Missouri just has just enough more to win that series 2-1 to one and go on to the Women's College World Series. So now, Women's College World Series, what do I have? Well, I have Oklahoma State going out first, losing to Florida and Missouri. Florida State, I have going out next, losing to UCLA and Arizona. Now, of course, who goes out when might be different because of what, who's playing first and who's playing second in the Women's College World Series. That just depends on the schedule. Um, But it's not really going to change that much of what I feel right now. Um, That having been said, I have Missouri going out next, losing to Oklahoma, beating Oklahoma State, and then losing to Alabama. Arizona goes out next, losing to Alabama, beating Florida State, and then losing to Florida. So my final four is the top four seeds in the tournament. Oklahoma, UCLA, Florida, Alabama. Um, But I have Alabama finishing fourth. Uh, They beat Arizona, they'll lose to UCLA, beat Missouri, and then they'll lose to Oklahoma. Florida I have finishing third uh, after beating Oklahoma State, losing to Oklahoma, beating Arizona, and then losing to UCLA which would set up a UCLA-Oklahoma Championship Series. So I have a 2019 Championship Series rematch happening this season, and I am going to predict that the UCLA Bruins will repeat as national champions, winning that series over Oklahoma 2-1. to one. So there you have it. You have my national champion. You have all of my predictions for the NCAA tournament. I can't wait to see how this is all going to play out. The action begins Thursday night in the Tempe Regional with BYU and Virginia Tech kicking off the NCAA tournament at 7.30 on ESPN3. I will not be doing a preview the day before that, those games. I will be doing a, um... I'll be doing a... I'll record an episode after the Arizona State-Southern Illinois game at 10 o'clock on ESPN3. Um, recapping those two games plus all of the other regional games that are coming our way. Um... So the next time I'll be recording will be Thursday night and I'll drop the episode on Friday morning to get you ready for the regionals on a uh, ton of regional action on Friday. At least 30 or uh, um, 33 games on Friday, only two on Thursday and then Saturday is going to be absolutely crazy. Um, but We got the tournament, we got the field. I'm very excited to see how this all plays out. Um, I hope all of you are very interested to see how this tournament plays out because there's great teams, there's great matchups. Anything can happen at any moment, and I'm looking forward to it. You should too. Um, But until then, have a great week, everyone. Uh, I'll record again on Thursday and have have that episode out for you on Friday morning. Getting you ready for those regional games. Um, Until then, have a great week. Um, Just take a relax and soak all the matchups in that we're about to get. And just have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. See you on Friday morning.